Yeah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Taking deep breaths. But um, it was so funny because when Miles asked me to speak, I was like, I know I need to be obedient, but deep down inside, it's like, God, I don't want to do this. Like, this is a struggle. And it wasn't just because of, because um, I don't like public speaking, because I don't, but it was more so because <laughs> when I think about, like, the things that people, like, release, like, I hold a high, like, thought of, like, God, I don't want to mislead people. Like, my goal is to, like, let you, him be him and just making sure, like, it was delivered with a pure heart and given out with a pure heart. So it's that thing, and I know God's like, Rebecca, like, you are doing it in a pure heart, but it's always that thought of, like, God, like, I just want to know that it was all you and not me because I've seen people do it in their own strength and it was a good word but it didn't mean anything like there was no fruit like spouting from it and it's like oh that's good but I want something deeper than that like I want the Lord to be like okay that was like you heard me rightly and um, being in the prayer room, it just confirmed everything that I'm going to share. So praise God, because <laughs> this week was rough because I was like, God, I just don't know what I'm going to talk about. I don't know what I'm going to release. And I want it to be you. And um, in the end, he just reminded me, like, you have to just remember, like, you heard me clearly the first time. It, you didn't, like, miss it. You just, like, you're second-guessing it because you are you know it's to be true. So, um, yeah, I'm going to read a quote first, and then I'm going to pray again, and then I'll get into it. A.W. <laughs> Tozer wrote this. Come near to the holy men and women of the past, and you will soon feel the heat of their desire after God. They will mourn for him. They will pray and wrestle and sought for him day and night, in season and out of season. And when they found him, the finding was all the sweeter for the long seeking. Complacency is deadly foe for all spiritual growth. So God, I just thank you for who you are. I thank you that you are in our midst. I thank you for the glory that is to come. I thank you for the heaviness of your glory coming into this place. I thank you for every heart in this room. I thank you that they are all destined for greater glory, greater presence, greater of your anointing on their lives, God. And it's not for themselves, but God, it's all for you and all for what they're supposed to do in exposing to the earth, God, that you didn't make a mistake for anyone that's in this room. So I thank you for the ears that are open. I thank you for the airways to be cleared out and that you would download deep, deep into every every heart and every spirit, that you would make us aware of what you're doing and where you're going and that your greatness will fill the earth and that you are coming back again. I thank you that you are coming back again. And so we as your bride say, come Lord Jesus, 
Come, Lord Jesus, in a more mighty way. Come and be your full self in this earth. Come and be the risen king, the reigning one who's coming back again. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so I'm going to be reading out of Exodus 33, 7 through 23. It's going to be pretty long, but it's going to be good. (laughs) All right, I'm reading out of the Amplified, so I don't know what versions everyone reads out of, but. All right. Now Moses used to take his own tent and pitch it outside the camp, far away from the camp. And he called it the tent of meeting of God and with his own people. And everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the temporary tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people would rise and stand in each at his tent and door and look at Moses until he entered the tent. And when Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the doorway of the tent. And the Lord would speak with Moses. And when all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tent door, all the people would rise and worship, each at his own tent door. And so the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to a friend. And when Moses returned to the camp, his attendant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. And when Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring, this, bring up this people, but you have not let me know, know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found favor in your sight, let me know your ways so that I may know, becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with you, recognizing and understanding your ways more clearly, and that I may find grace and favor in your sight. And consider also that this, your nation, is your people. And the Lord said, my presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest by bringing you up and the people into the promised land. And Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with me, do not lead us up here. For then how can it be known that your people and I have found favor in your sight? It is not by you going with us so that we are distinguished, your people and I, for I am for all the other people on the face of the earth. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have asked, for you have found favor, loving kindness and mercy in my sight, and I have known you personally by name. And then Moses said, please show me your glory. And God said, I will make all your all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. For I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show compassion, loving kindness on whom I will show compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. 
And then the Lord said, behind, behind, behold, sorry, behold, there is a place beside me and you shall stand there on the rock. And while my glory is passing by, I will put you in the cleft of the rock and protectively cover you with my hand until I have passed by. And then I will take away my hand and you shall see the back, but my face you shall never see. And so I'm going to be like tying this into just like what God's just been revealing to me in the dreams that I've just been having for the last like two months. Um, but I just wanted to point out when Moses said, show me your glory, because that's so like important because here he has led people out into the desert and he's asking God for his guidance. But he's like, God, I can't go anywhere without your glory. And that is so much what we need today. Like we can't do anything without God's glory. Like we can't do anything without him. We need his presence to go with us. We need his presence in everyday moments to do what he's called us to do and where we're going and where he's taking us. And then I thought of Isaiah when he was talking and he sees the Lord high and lifted up in the train of the road filling the temple. And he's saying, whoa, I am a man of unclean lips. And how God's just calling us to a deeper purity, a deeper place of just laying down the things that have become us like complacent, but also like compromising. Like I definitely have just felt that like one time I just, I just woke up and the spirit was just like, stop condoning your own compromises and other people's compromises. And I was like, okay, like, you're right, because so many times I was like, oh, like, it's fine, but God's like, no, it's not. Like, you're either in or you're out. Like, you're either doing this all in with him or you're not. Like, there's no just, like, us teeter-tottering anymore with just what he wants to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, in one of the dreams, it was, we were doing worship, and um, I just, fe like, felt God's, like, presence so heavily, like, it, to the point where I thought I was in real time when I was dreaming this, and um, I just, all of a sudden, something happened, and it, like, shifted the whole atmosphere, and people were just totally just, like, laid out in the spirit, and just rolling on the floor, and um, yeah, it was just, it was crazy because I just know that God wants to do that, and it's not going to be just something that, like, we strive in. It's just going to happen. It's, like, because we made a safe place for him to land, and it's not going to be, like, one person who, like, oh, you broke, like, the atmosphere, but I think it's like everyone together being unified and being like, come Lord Jesus in that. Um, yeah. But I just think about just the encounters, just reading about like, you know, Ezekiel who all of a sudden had a vision and it 
left him like not standing and the same with John like the spirit had to come in and stand them back up because the glory was so strong like what God was revealing to them was not something that their own flesh could handle and the same with us like I don't know how much my flesh can handle like the pure presence of like God and then I know that we've all experienced his glory and to to some capacity but I think there's like greater glory to come like it's not just going to be like little but it's going to be like overwhelming to the point like where you can't move anymore like you're not going to want to leave that you're not going to be looking at your clocks and being like oh like is it time to go yet like you're going to be wanting to be in the presence the same way that Joshua lingered after Moses left the tent because he just wanted more he knew what he was getting and he's like I'm not leaving here until I get the fullness of God and I pray that that would be our desire that we wouldn't leave until we get the fullness of his presence and who he is and where he's going Um, the next dream I had was another time I've never seen this person in my life, but he was praying on the worship team with us and I saw his face like manifesting gold, just like on his face. And, um, I thought I was in real time again, a dream inside of a dream. And I was talking to Lisa and I was telling her, I was like, I saw this person's face manifesting and I think... Lisa in the dream represented Holy Spirit because then she brought the worship team into the bathroom with the prayer team. And usually when you go into the bathroom, you're getting rid of toxins or purification or cleansing or it's preparation for something. And in her words, she said, there's more manifestations to come. And so in that, I was like, okay, God, like, you need us to be purified. You need us to be cleansed. You need us to be fully, like, prepping ourselves for the more manifestations that you want to pour out. And that um, we're giving way. Like, the person I've never seen before, and but I think, I don't know. I thought he represented an angel coming into the midst, but um, super powerful. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have one more scripture to look up. So it's Corinthians. No, Second Corinthians thirteen eighteen. You'll probably get there before I do. Um, second Corinthians 13, no, 3, 18, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Writing in more c- chapters in the Bible. <laughs> all right. And we all, with unveiled face, continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory even more glory, which it comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Yeah. 
I've just been like reading a lot in Revelations because Revelations is a good book. <laughs> it's a revelation of Jesus. <laughs> but I was just, just all the stuff that John saw and all the warnings that are to come. And I mean, it can be overwhelming, but it's so like exciting. Like the fact that Jesus is coming back again and he's coming for his bride. And that's all of us. And just praying that we don't miss it. Like, he goes through the churches and he's talking about just, like, the things that, like, oh, you're doing this right, but then you're missing this one thing. I think there was only two churches where John pretty much said, you're doing this and this is your reward. But um, the other churches definitely, like... It was good. Like, warnings are good. They're good to realize, like, what God is showing us and what we need to change. Because, I don't know, I'd rather burn on this side of earth than in eternity. And I know that's, like, weird to say, but I'm definitely one of those people, like, I'm like, God, let me be right with you. I don't want to miss it. (laughs) Um but just storing oil when we have time to store oil because there won't be time when it comes and God's going to ask you like what you did with it. Like what did you do to just spend time with him? Because yes, like the miracles are amazing. The things that he wants to do are amazing, but our reward is him. Like in the end, like it's all for Jesus. It's all to him it's all from him and it's all going back to him and yeah it's just but um it's funny that we were talking about humility because after we had broken our fast and um it was like two days after i had this dream and um this guy was speaking and he was telling us that he was just like, God wants you to remember to be humble and stay in humility through all of this. And he started like having people bring out basins of like water and he started washing people's feet and people even couldn't stand how like heavy the presence was when their feet were being washed and like, just watching people just fall out in the presence was happening in the dream. But um, what I thought was like super interesting was I thought I was woken up, but I wasn't. But I like sensed something was in the room with me, but I know that it wasn't like the Lord. And it was like, it came up to me and it like tried to put its hands on me. And it was a very wild dream. But I think God was just, like, advising me, like, be careful the things that, like, try to touch your mind and, like, your spirit or, like, try to, like, block you from, like, speaking or, like, releasing things anymore. And I was just like, oh, like, okay, God, like, I know this is from you. Like, I know that this is what you have, like, called me to do, even though it's hard. (laughs) But it'll get easy. I know it will. Um, But yeah, so the last thing, it's probably short, not even like 10 minutes, right, Callie? 
Oh, oh, I did repeat 10 minutes? Yes. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> but yeah. Um, I just wanted to read this last quote. Jesus the Messiah is the light of the world. And we're not supposed to merely gaze on him and reflect his glory. Rather, his glory is supposed to burst out of us. Do you want me to pray or I just, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. How many know we need humility? Yeah, I think that's what the Lord wants to spill out tonight. Um, I think he's going to use this woman of God to do that. And, uh, and, and some of us, sorry, am I whispering? Sorry. I'm usually shouting and you can't, you know, people are like cl closing their ears. But I'm just, this is so good because we need to step into this place where the veil is taken back. And if in order to go, right, this is why Moses, you're going to stand here while I preach for a minute. No, I'm not going to go crazy. And I, I have to, I, there's someone else that showed up so I can give another word too, so. But the reality is that the glory of God came on Moses. Why? Because he was the most humble servant. The Bible gives admonition about Moses' humility. And the reality is that the glory of God will come to a church that's humble and has put every agenda down that only wants one agenda. That's God's agenda. And he wants to transform us into his image and likeness. And so... These things, do you have more, more, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking things, like, I want more dreams, like, I want more dreams. That last dream was really good. I believe that last dream was the Lord himself coming to wash people's feet, and it was just like, it's just like Peter, no, wash my whole body, right? Isn't that what he said? And so we need to get into a place where we're, like, in this place. We want to see God's glory come. We need to take ourselves and put ourselves in a place of posture that the Holy Spirit can come and, boom, explode on our lives. Some of you, it's easy for, and some of you use it in a false way. Like, oh, I don't want to, you know, it shouldn't block you out of what God's destiny is for you, right? Because the humility of heaven, we want to come on. When we're humble, he raises us up. There's something about this going low to get high. And so I just, I do want some people, maybe we'll just wait. I'm just, um, what am I doing right now, Jesus? I know, I'm getting, she's sweating because I'm just like got her standing here next to me. But I feel like we should maybe help us on the piano, will you? And uh, we're going to minister a bit. But I, I just feel like there was two things. One thing that the Lord put on my heart. And it was strong, and I forgot it as soon as I got into the prophetic flow. Was God wants to take those that are struggling with the old, trying to come back. Anyone in the room that the old thoughts are trying to come and captivate you to, to pull you backwards? Anyone in the room? Three, four, yeah, five, yeah. I knew there'd be a few. So what I'd like to see is is all of you come forward in, in one minute. All right, I do, because I don't want to. 
one second. I don't want to, unless you are okay if I am. You're okay? I'm just going to walk around. I want to watch what the Lord does. So every one of you that I just spoke, I want two things to happen. I want to see those that it, the, the old thoughts have been trying to creep back. You're just coming forward because God's going to break them tonight. I believe that. So old thinking that the Lord wants to rectify and put back in order, he's going to take care of tonight. But also, I, there's a call for humility. It's interesting because I wasn't going to call you first. But there is this place of humility that God's calling us in to step into a fresh mantle of humility on us. If we're poor in spirit, we what? See God. Come on, I was waiting for something. What happened with Moses? He began, he said, no, I'll show you the backside. But listen, in the New Testament, the veil's been taken away. We don't have to see. God wants to show us himself in all of his glory. He's looking for us to posture our hearts to say, God, I'm coming. I want to see you in all your glory. I want to see you in all your, pre in all your power. I want to see you in all your radiance. How many want to see God in all his radiance? And it's not just to have a good glory service. It's to equip us. It's to empower us. Listen, I, I, I spoke about Catherine Kuhlman earlier. I feel like there's something about the reality of coming into God's presence because she said, God, I can't, I've got nothing. Whatever you can do with someone like me, just do it. And most of us think we're something. God wants to get us to a point, not to, you know, not to say you don't have any value. That's not it. So those, really, let's just go, those who need to posture for humility come, but those who have been dealing with an old mindset, I want you to come, because God wants to break it off you right now, right now, real quick. And so humility, and, and we're just going to just begin to lay hands and just pray for a few folks, and we want to... The Lord doesn't want you thinking the old ways. Doesn't want you thinking. He wants you in, in a divine mindset that God can completely, come on, he can do anything at any time. So just start praying. A couple of people, Bobby, Joe, just begin to pray for some folks. And Candace, oh, Candace is getting prayer. But we, we just thank you, Father, for the, what you released tonight. Lord, we want to step into all of your glory right now. Lord, we come to you with humble hearts. We come to you in a place. Lord, we want, to be, we want every, every old mindset broken right now. We come before you, even those coming up for that prayer. It's just posture of humility right now. You just came with a posture of humility that God can come in and eradicate those things right now. So God, we thank you tonight for moving us in such a way that we see what you're going to do, that we we're just stepping into new realms in the spirit right now. Lord, posture our hearts so that we can receive.